time for GSU Panther Zone. I'm your host, Jeremy V. M. Pat York. Welcome in. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, didn't have a show last week. But what we're going to do this week is we're going to talk a little bit about the victory over Georgia Southern. Great victory that was. And we're going to preview tomorrow night's matchup with Appalachian State on ESPN2. Yep, going to be on the deuce on a Wednesday night, 7.30. That's going to be a fun game. We will talk about that one uh, here soon. Of course, as always, if you want to leave us a question, comment, suggestion, rating, review, any of that fun stuff, you can do so wherever you find a podcast, whether that is Podcast One, Spotify, iTunes Store, any of those places. If there's a place you get a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know. We will fix that very, very quickly. If you would like to email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook, Impact Media, GSU Panther Zone, Jeremy York, any of those should come up, and if they do not, refer back to the email. If you're one of those people who just like to click on a link and listen to the show, you go to at Team Impact Media on Twitter. That is where all our show links are. You can also find the show links and all the other random banterings and things I get into. If you follow me at the Impact 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram, lots of fun stuff on all of those. We're starting to up some of the content on some of those, so uh, let us know what you think. And I believe that is all of it. So, without further ado, let's talk a little bit about the game that was Georgia State's win over Georgia Southern, 41-33. to A little closer than we thought it could be. Uh, Kyle Ventrese is a heck of a quarterback for Georgia Southern. But it seemed like that the Panthers were able to find a way to uh, frustrate him, make him throw passes that he did not really, he wasn't ready to throw. He did have uh, three touchdowns, 360 yards, was 30 for 49. Sounds like a great day. Well, they were from behind, and a lot of his were long passes. Um, he had two receivers over 100 yards receiving in Hood and Singleton. Uh, he threw a 65-yard bomb to Singleton that set up a touchdown drive there. Uh, White, their running back, only had 17 yards on 17 carries. He did have a touchdown, but he punched one in. They didn't really get, I mean, collectively, they had 91 total yards on the ground. That's crazy. That's that's just crazy. But, uh, you know, they had big days from... Uh, Free and Watson Trent. Um, Birdsong and Ellis had pretty good days. Ellis ended up having a sack. So did uh, Smith for them. They they had a pretty decent day, and they were able to get back in, in the game late in the, in the contest. But it seemed like every time they got close, there was just that Georgia State play to keep them ahead. At one time, they were going to score and be within... Uh, they were down 11, and if they would have scored right there, whether they went for two or not, they would have been able to knock it down to a three- or four-point game, 
And instead, Georgia State held them to a field goal. Coach talked about that during the presser. It's not one of my clips today, but um, he did talk about that and that that was such a pivotal moment to be able to keep it at eight. And, I mean, that's ultimately what they won by. Just overall fantastic day from the defense. We will talk about that in a second. Uh, Darren Granger had a pretty good day. He only had one interception, did throw two touchdowns. Those touchdowns were to Jamari Thrash and Robert Lewis, who had bounced back and uh, very solid days. And uh, for the second time in consecutive weeks, Jamias Williams and Tucker Gregg both went over 100 yards. Williams had 129 on 16 carries, 22 carries for 111 yards for Tucker Gregg. Greg had two touchdowns, one for Williams, and Granger actually had 12 carries for 70 yards. Marcus Carroll actually had uh, 30 yards of his own to kick into there, which was fantastic. They had 335 yards on the ground. That is just amazing. And I believe they had almost 300 the week before that. So... I had a stat somewhere. Let's see if I can find that stat real quick. Uh, there it is. Um, 634 total rushing yards in the last two games, the previous two games, uh, Army and Georgia Southern. 634. That is the Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech. That is the Georgia State. We all know and love. Um, other things we want to get into, uh, Georgia state had five total turnovers that they caused four interceptions and, uh, I think a fumble, I believe was the other thing. Uh, the interceptions were by uh, Jones, Hunter, Muhammad, and White. They all had uh, fantastic days there. Like I said, they gave up 360 yards, but a lot of it was big chunks towards the end when Georgia Southern just got desperate. Just got desperate on it. Um, uh, Ant Lane with a big day. He had 12 big tackles, uh, 15 of them total. There was a lot of pressures and a lot of tackles for loss. A lot of tackles in the backfield by, uh, you know, Gore and McCollum and, and Jamil Muhammad, who also had, uh, yeah, I mentioned him a while ago. He had one of the interceptions. And uh, overall, just a just a, a fantastic day. Not only do you beat your rival, but you do it at home. Uh, you were able to, to hold the lead, something that people were, were worried about. And uh, let's get into some of those press conference clips. We're going to start with coach with his opening statement and uh here is how he opened the press conference a great win um for our georgia state panthers football team 41 to 33 anytime you play your rival and you go out there and you defeat those guys i mean you know this this game's means it means more to us i, I don't hey, all that coach speak and stuff and saying it doesn't mean on you know it, every game's the same that's bull crap uh, this game means a lot. It means a lot, and, and we we prepare like that, and we push for it. And uh, you know, I thought it was a great contest because uh, you know there was at times I thought, 
we're going to pull away, we're going to pull away, we're going to pull away, and they're going to spit the bit out. But I credit that football team and their coaching staff. They fought back and kept fighting back, and, and we had to go out there and win it, you know, in the, run, the, the last fourth down play. I mean, you, you got to get the first down. Um, there's really no question in what we're going to do. We controlled what I thought the line of scrimmage all day, so we're going to get the first down and, and uh, run out the clock, and that's exactly what we did. It feels very, very good. Uh, you know, two wins in a row. That's, uh, you know, from where we started, here we are now making a run. Um, I'm very proud of our football team, proud of our coaches. Um, there were times, I'll be honest with you, the times out there we could have coached better and put ourselves in position to be uh, a little bit more successful. Uh, but we'll get better, and our football team's going to improve, and uh, that's what this game's about. And as you can hear, he was just uh, ecstatic and uh, having a, a great uh, great time. And it's always, it's, it's, trust me, it's always more fun when they win. It's Press conference is a press conference, but uh, when when everybody's jubilant, it's it's definitely uh, really cool uh, to be there. But let's also hear from Coach on the defense's performance. I mean, it's incredible. I, that's uh, what? How many? Twenty six turnovers? Is that twenty six turnovers in six games? No, it's going back to last year. Too. Whatever. How many? I don't know. We, it's we, we got it's, uh, Fifteen in six games. Fifteen in six games. I don't know. You know, fifteen in six games. That's that's a that's. That's an awesome job, you know, when it's, it's you know, we're, we're just in the right spots at times uh, to take that ball away from them. Uh, you have to put some pressure on that quarterback to make him uncomfortable. Uh, we did that a few times. He delivered some throws. But all in all, we, we were right there making the place today. And as you can hear, he is uh, he's just he's over the moon the way things were able to break down. And uh, it, it's always more fun when you win. We also talked to Jamil Muhammad, and Jamil had the following to say. So here's Jam in uh, the defensive performance tonight. Then we were coached to do. We just did it at a high level. Coach Fuquay always says, um, "Do what you're coached to do, and do it at a high level. Do it at the best of your ability." And I feel like that's what we did today, um, and we just look to do it again next week. And also, he had a follow-up as well as uh, as uh, he talked more about the defense and uh, why it was going well. We were just focusing on winning each play. So if they draw back and pass, we were focused on winning that. They, you know, wanted to run, we focused on winning that. I feel like we could have did a, a little better job at stopping the run but uh, and tackling a little bit better. But as a whole, like, you know, the defense is getting better and better every week along with the offense. So. And as you can hear, uh, it's uh, just, just fantastic. It's always good when they play as well as they did when the running game's going so well and when the defense is able to complement it and it makes it easier on the passing game and opens up a lot of big plays. And then we got a chance to talk to Jam Williams, otherwise known as Jamias Williams. And he was able to uh, tell us this about his performance. I just think, man, I just let the game come to me, just let the game come to me, man. And my old line open it up like no other. I can't give nothing but glory to my old line for that because I made a few people miss and, you know what I'm saying, got outside, things like that. But other than that, man, I was 5'10", grounded it out, old line making that hole for me, man. So I just got to give them all the glory and God the glory for that. And then also we posed a question to him and he was able to elaborate more and let us know why everything was working and uh, what they can do in the future to make sure that it keeps working. Mainly, the main thing is for us just being all on the same page. We all seeing what each other see. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the the line knows where we where we're gonna hit it, and they, you know what I'm saying. We know where we're supposed to hit it, you know what I'm saying. And DJ, even the quarterback, know where we're gonna hit it at, you know what I'm saying. It's just all us being on the same page and knowing exactly where to be and where to be, and things like that. Just so much fun talking to Jamil and Jam and, and even Coach Elliott. Um, like I said, always better when they win, and it was uh, it was a fun atmosphere down in uh, the, the press room that they have. That facility, they every day are improving it to where it is a top-notch facility, and uh, that, that press room is is uh, something something else, something different. It is is I, I like it. I like it a lot. But now the team is two and four. Still behind the eight ball a little bit with a tough task coming up against Appalachian State. We will talk a little bit more about that after we get back from our break as we tell you a little bit about our friends at betonline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And as always, check out BetOnline.net. They have the articles, they have the stories, they have the betting lines. Uh, they, have, they do so much of the work for you so that you can just be the smartest person at the water cooler. You don't even have to bet. Maybe you're in a place where it's not legal to do so. Make sure to bet responsibly if you do. But uh, check out our friends at betonline.net. Now, before the break, I teased a little bit about the game this Wednesday, just uh, tomorrow night, as Appalachian State, the Mountaineers, will host the Panthers of Georgia State in a Sun Belt matchup on the Deuce, ESPN2 at 7.30 as on Wednesday night. Uh, App is a 10-point favorite. Some people said that was a little disrespectful. I, on the other hand, say no. That's uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty accurate. And uh, it, you, given the way things have went, that uh, you know, that's that's not that's not infeasible. That's that's not. Not a kick in the pants or nothing like that. But that's also motivation for our guys to uh, get the run game going, to get stuff going. Uh, App State is only at 3-3. Three and three. They have not had the season that you thought they would and that we all thought they would. But Georgia State has every opportunity to capitalize and take take over this, this game. Um, Chase Bryce is a top-level quarterback. I expect him to do some big things. He has thrown for almost 1,700 yards this year, 18 touchdowns, only three interceptions. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, you got Peoples, the ball carrier, 57 carries for 366 yards, leads the team. 
has three touchdowns as well. And uh, the receiver Horn with his 20 receptions, 407 yards, and four touchdowns. He uh, he's pretty special too. He's pretty special. Uh, not to be outdone, Granger of course has thrown for uh, almost 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns, and only the five interceptions. And what three of those are in the same game? Uh, Tucker Gregg leads with 101 carries, 40, 460 yards, and six touchdowns. And the crazy thing is, is, is Jam can't be that much further behind him. Can we? Can't pull that up. We'll pull that up another time. And then Jamari Thrash with his 30 catches, 503 yards, and two touchdowns leads the receiving effort. Now, here's the fun part. Georgia State normally scores 30 points a game. And Appalachian State normally gives up 30 points a game. Georgia State allows 33 points a game on average, and Appalachian State scores 35. I don't know where they're getting their 10 points from. This sounds to me like it's going to come down to a late field goal or late score, and uh, it's going to be pretty fantastic. Both of them have similar yardage. Both of them do very similar things. This is going to be a very, very fun matchup at Kid Brewer Stadium in Boone. Uh, it's going to be a little on the chilly side. It is still kind of in that cold front. I don't think I think Thursday is when it warms back up. Uh, 54 degrees at kickoff. The over/under set at 59. I think they're going to hit the over. That place is going to be packed. I've been to Appalachian State. It is a picturesque, beautiful campus on the side of a mountain up in the uh, the hills of Boone, North Carolina. I encourage people to go. I also say check the weather. You do not want to get snowed in. There is one road up to that campus, and there is one road down, and it is windy around the mountain. So you definitely don't want to be there in treacherous weather. Uh, just beautiful campus. If I would have known it looked like that, I would have considered going there years ago. But this matchup is going to be a lot of fun. 7.30 on ESPN2. Georgia State going to Appalachian State. It's a Sun Belt battle, so the records don't mean much until the end of the game. But I look for our Panthers to get a victory. Here are the three keys to victory in how they're going to pull this off. I think you have to establish the run game early. You're coming off back-to-back -back games where you have not only 300 yards rushing, but you have Jam and Tucker with over 100 yards each. I think Granger can add his, his 50 to 70. I think Marcus Carroll can hit the other back end of that for the 30 to 40. Think, establish the run. Number two, you need to pressure Chase Bryce. Chase Bryce is a great quarterback. I gave you his numbers. He's only thrown three interceptions. You need to get the pressure in early. It doesn't necessarily have to be sacks. But what it has to be is you have to make him make decisions before he is ready to do so, just like you did uh, a couple weeks ago. These good quarterbacks, you have to force them to, to start scrambling around. You have to force them to make decisions way too quickly. And then number three, I think you have to not only control the line of scrimmage, but you have to win the turnover battle. You, if you, you, you're probably not going to get four interceptions again this week because Bryce is just not going to throw them. But if you can get if you can get one or two and uh, cause some disruption and chaos, maybe a fumble here or there, I think you're going to be able to control this this game. 
And I think that's that's definitely something that could tip the balance of how this one plays out. So establish the run game early. You're coming off back-to-back games, as I said, with, with 300 yards, 200 among the running backs. I think you need to win the turnover battle and control the line of scrimmage. And I think you need to pressure Chase Bryce and make him make quicker decisions than he wants to. But that's going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people who make it so much fun to come on here and talk Georgia State Panthers. This has been GSU Panther Zone. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Make sure to watch tomorrow night on ESPN 2, 730. Go Panthers. Thank you.